Welcome to the Energy Shift Podcast, the podcast to bring you energy healing techniques, insights from a medical intuitive and consciousness raising methods, all tied together to help you change your energy and heal your life. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Katharina, and you are listening to episode number two, The Five Keys to Healing Yourself. When you are struggling with a chronic illness, it can be very frustrating, especially if you have tried a lot of different approaches to get better, but nothing has made a lasting impact. This is usually when people come to see me and request a medical intuitive reading. In a reading, I always take a look at what I call the five layers to see what is blocking you from getting well. And each layer also contains a key on how to unlock it. So in today's podcast episode, I want to share with you what these five layers are and of course also the five keys to unlocking them. You will also get a better understanding of what to consider in order to heal yourself and what you might have overlooked so far. I will share with you practical approaches on what you can do in order to take care of and start healing each layer that you are made up. So what are these layers that I'm talking about? In podcast episode number one, I shared with you how you're actually made up of pure energy. And this energy or frequency pattern is constantly in flux and emotion and has a certain vibration. If you think about now this energy, we can say that this energy pattern can be differentiated into five layers that all influence each other and that are in constant contact and communication. Depending on the frequency of each layer, we can say that you have a physical body, an energetic body, an emotional body, a mental body, and also a spiritual body. The frequency of each body, or we can also say layer, starts from the lowest or densest vibration, which is of course the physical body, and then it increases with each layer. The energetic body contains a higher frequency than the physical body, the emotional body a higher frequency than the energetic body, and the mental body contains an even higher frequency. Of course, the vibration of the spiritual layer or body is always the highest. This is important to understand because when it comes to illness, Western trained doctors usually are trained to only work with the densest vibration, which is the physical body itself. This is of course a very good approach when it comes to acute illness or accidents. For example, maybe you are in an accident and you need surgery, then of course Western medicine can be a lifesaver. However, it's a totally different thing when it comes to chronic illness. When you suffer from a chronic illness, it's often not enough to just focus on the physical body because what I have learned from doing these readings for such a long time is that the root causes, they are often multi-layered and not, they are not only be found within the physical body or itself, but in other layers or bodies. So let me explain what I mean. 
Let's say you're diagnosed with an autoimmune illness. Usually, Western medicine does not know why you develop this illness. They might blame it on genetics or maybe an exposure, exposure to a virus. But from what I've found, it's not that simple. Because the root causes can be multifaceted and can start in each of these five different layers. Often the body is already weakened because of an emotional trauma. The trauma energy is a very dense energy that is found in the emotional layer. This energy affects first the energetic body that is made up of the energy centers. And this is also the reason why often trauma energy can be found in one specific chakra or energy center. With autoimmune illness, it's often fear energy that is stored in the root chakra, which gives the energy to the immune system. So the trauma energy is already affecting the immune system negatively. Then you might be exposed to an additional stressor. Maybe you have heavy metals in your body, which weaken the immune system even further, or a certain virus. But usually the tip of the iceberg, that what tips the system over, is prolonged emotional stress. Examples are your marriage has ended, you lost your job or a loved one died. These are very extreme and very stressful events. And usually when I ask my clients, people I work with, when I ask them what has happened one year prior to developing the illness, then you, they can tell me and usually they have experienced a very stressful event. When you then go to a Western trained doctor, he or she will prescribe medication designed to suppress the immune system, which will of course help with the symptoms, but it does not do anything to get to the root cause of the problem. If you truly want to heal, you need to start digging deeper and also consider each layer that you're made of because they're all connected and affect your state of health and well-being. Of course, the same holds true for other type of illnesses and not just autoimmune illness. So let's take a look into each layer in more detail. And then I will also give you some tips on what you can do to take care of each layer. Layer number one is the physical body itself. Here the root causes for diseases are often overexposure to toxins, nutritional deficiencies, lack of exercise and sunshine. Of course, exposure to pathogens like virus, bacteria and parasites can also be a cause, but keep in mind that a foolish nourished body is usually capable to fend off most pathogens. When it comes to exposure to toxins, most people are affected to various degrees. The study shows that newborn babies were already exposed to over 200 chemicals from the time when they were in the womb, chemicals that they have soaked up through the umbilical cord from their mother. Our modern day lifestyle is really filled with toxins and all these toxic products that we use, they of course end up inside our bodies. For example, commercial grown food is really filled with pesticides and also the apartments or houses that we live in, they are filled with toxic chemicals 
which usually can stem from furniture that is outgassing or toxic cleaning products. Also, of course, if you go outside, if you live in a big city or next to a factory, you can get exposed to gasoline or other chemicals. Or worse, you go to a dentist and get the so-called amalgam fillings, which are really mercury-loaded fillings, which are very, very toxic to the body. So you get the big picture here. We are exposed to too many toxins and the body simply cannot keep up anymore with detoxifying all these, these um, substances. Also, when it comes to nutrition, most people are overfed but undernourished. So what does this mean? This means that we eat too much with too little nutritional value. And even if you only eat high quality food, that's mostly organic, I'm pretty sure that you're not getting all the nutrients that you need. And this is because the soil in which our food is grown is depleted of minerals and vitamins. Just 50 years ago, a potato, for example, contained three times more vitamin C than it does today. And it's the same with minerals. With the minerals, it's even a bigger problem because the minerals are actually more important than vitamins because your body cannot do the job properly and even the vitamins cannot work properly if you lack minerals. Also, of course, the physical body suffers from a lack of movement and exercise. And I'm sure that, like me, you're also sitting too much, right? So studies shows that we usually sit between seven to nine hours daily, some people even more. And of course, our bodies have never been designed to sit so much. Then also lack of sunshine and then vitamin D, lack of vitamin D can often be very problematic too because vitamin D is not really a vitamin but a hormone. So I suggest you get outside and expose yourself, your skin to the sun. Of course you want to do it in moderation and you avoid getting a sunburn, but if you do go outside without a sunscreen. The vitamin D is really important because it will keep your immune system healthy. So my suggestions are, suggestions for the physical body are to make sure you eat always high quality food, organic, also to take a good mineral supplement and make sure you get enough exercise and sunshine. These are of course just very basic principles, basic suggestions and in future episodes I will speak more in detail about them. So now when it comes to the physical layer, another thing that is very important and that a lot of people overlook when, it, when they want to heal themselves is that the physical body is very very intelligent and also the symptoms who, that you have is intelligent because the body communicates through the symptom with you. So think about it. Something is out of balance and your body wants to tell you, hey, look at that. There's something not right. So the symptom is a language that the body speaks and it wants to show you something. And if you think about the symptom as a symbol for something, then can you ask yourself what this means? What does my body want to express through the symptom? I give you an example with back pain. Back pain is something a lot of people experience. And when we think about it as a symbol, 
the pain is not only caused through lack of exercise, but it's also a message from your body to you. The back symbolizes support, right? You're supported by your back. And when you have back pain, often the emotional state here is that you feel like you're not getting support. Or maybe you cannot ask for support and you do everything by yourself. So here the body would tell you, see, this is out of balance. And then the question for you is, can you then make changes in your life, maybe in your emotional life or on a very practical level? Can you ask more for support so that you receive more support? Can you then feel more supported? Because once you feel more supported, usually the pain becomes less and less. Another example is fibromyalgia. So fibromyalgia is an illness that where Western medicine really doesn't know what's going on in the body. They know just there's a lot of inflammation, but they don't know where it's coming from. In the readings, I always look at the physical body, of course, and then with fibromyalgia, with really any illness, I also look into the emotional body. And what I've seen over and over and over with fibromyalgia, there is often a lot of and very severe trauma energy in the emotional layer. So then we can say the pain that people experience when they have fibromyalgia is an expression of, of something unresolved. It's almost like the physical pain becomes a symbol for a deeper pain and emotional pain that's going on. So when we then start working with the emotional pain, the physical pain becomes less. When you really connect to your body and feel into your body and, and remember that this, the symptom is a message to you, I'm wondering if you can connect to it and ask it, what does it mean? What is really the deeper and underlying message for me here? When you do this, you will be surprised on how many, how many answers you get. So this is a very valuable exercise to do. The next layer or the next body that we're talking about is the energetic body. And this is the body or the layer that's made up of the chakras, which are the energy centers along the midline of your body, and also the energetic pathways, which are called meridians. Acupuncturists, for example, use these meridians to move blocked energy out, and that can lead to healing as well. Also, we have the aura around your body, and the aura is um, a density layer, which also consists of seven layers. It's like a protection around your body. So with the energetic body, we can also have blockages here in each center. And each center then would represent something else because each energy center has a different function and also a different meaning and also a different emotional theme. In episode number one, I shared with you the heart exercise where you can tune into your heart chakra, which is the biggest chakra in your energy body and which affects all other chakras. So that's a very good method to keep all the chakras balanced. That's why I'm also a big fan of chakra meditations 
and that's something you can do as well where you focus on each chakra and you bless each energy center and bring good energy in because the energy follows attention. Meaning that when you focus on each chakra one by one and send it energy, your physical body then will also benefit because of course everything is connected and the en when you increase the energy in each center, then the physical body will also receive more energy. Other blockages or root causes for illness that start on the in the energetic layer can be found in the aura. For example, when you have weak energetic boundaries and you feel like you are taking on everyone else's energy, it can be really draining to the body because you're not only having to deal with your own emotions, but then you also take on other people's emotions and it just gets overwhelming. Learning then to keep your energetic boundaries strong and vibrant will benefit you very much, especially if you have chronic fatigue, because that's usually when boundaries are very weak. Then when I do a reading, I often see other causes, energetic causes that you might not even have considered. Sometimes illness is, is caused by something that actually has not much to do with yourself, but with your family dynamic. So let me explain a little bit what I mean by that. You will always be connected energetically to your family, to your family members. It doesn't matter if you're far away, if you live in a different country, or even if your family members have already passed. Energetically, you are connected. And ideally, the energy flows from one generation to the next unimpededly. So, for example, from the grandparents into the parents, into you and into your children. That's a very healthy flow of energy. But unfortunately, in most families, that's not how it works. Because if one family member has experienced a deep trauma then and hasn't dealt with this trauma, then this energy can be passed on to the next generation. This might sound a little bit woo-woo to you right now, but even the new science of epigenetics has shown that imprints like this trauma, for example, can be passed on through the genes from one generation to the next. When this is the root cause, a family constellation can be very helpful. This is a healing method where you can show generational trauma and then release it. On this page, I will post all the links that are important for you and that you might want to check out in case you're considering this healing modality. The next layer that we're talking about is called the mental layer. Of course, each layer is important, but this is very, very important because the mental layer is so strong that it can override all other layers. And this is something I want you to think about is that when we start from the very bottom, we have the physical layer of body, the energetic, then the emotional, mental and spiritual, that as we go up here, I see it as a pyramid where the, the spiritual layer is on top. Uh, as we go up these layers, they become more and more powerful and will be more and more important for healing. Just think about the placebo effect. That is, of course, part of the mental layer. 
The placebo effect is the power of the mind. When you take a sugar pill and you think that sugar pill is actually medication and your body is making the physiological and biological changes to mirror your new belief that this medication will help you even though even if the medication is just a sugar pill. So in other words, the power of belief is so strong that it can heal you. Of course, the opposite can also be true. If you have negative healing beliefs, they can and will block the healing process. It's very, very important. I see this all the time. So if you think you cannot heal or it's complicated to heal or it will take a long time to heal or it's impossible to heal and you think this over and over and over, then this will become a law for you. The body will listen and the body does listen to every thought you have and then will um, obey to these thoughts. Of course, these thoughts can be also subconscious, so that's why it's sometimes a little bit tricky, meaning that you're not aware of them. One thing that you can do to discover negative or subconscious beliefs that you hold about your ability to heal is that when you close your eyes, so you need to take a little bit of time to do so, but you close your eyes and you picture yourself fully healthy and vibrant. And you feel into that. And then I'm wondering, when you do so, is it easy for you to do? Does it feel like it's impossible or it's just wishful thinking? A very strong indicator for you is that you hold a negative healing belief is if you have fear coming up. You don't know why the fear comes up, but it comes up when you picture yourself healthy. Then very often you have a subconscious belief that it's not safe for you to be healthy. So you might wonder why, how could it possibly be true that it's not safe for me to be healthy because you want to be healthy. Well, often this is a learned belief. Maybe you saw in your childhood that when you are sick or when other people are sick, they get more care, love and support. Maybe you didn't get the love, care and support that you needed when you were fully healthy and you subconsciously learned in your childhood that when I'm sick, it's better for me than when I'm healthy because being healthy is not really safe because I don't get any love, attention and care. Those are just some examples. Now you might wonder, what can I do to change a subconscious negative belief? It's a great question because it is really a very important thing to do. There are different ways on doing it. Energy work can be very effective and I've seen this in my practice. It's very quick because of course a thought is nothing else than energy, right? But if you are at home and you want to do something for yourself, a very wonderful method is to write down all the positive healing beliefs that you think you need, like it's safe for me to be healthy, I can be healthy, I want to be healthy, it's possible for me to be healthy, others want me to be healthy. So just some examples, so you write them down and then you record an audio. So you make an audio for yourself 
And then ideally what you do is you speak these positive healing beliefs onto this audio. And then you put some relaxing music over it. And when you then listen to the tape over and over, so you have to do this many times, right? Not just once, but you do this for a few weeks, ideally six weeks every day. And the tape should be around 30 minutes. So you can you can do a loop of the uh, positive healing beliefs. And when you do this, your subconscious mind will listen because your subconscious mind listens when you're very relaxed. Since this is very common, I also have on my shop page, I do have a audio recording, which is called I am healthy. And that has all these positive healing beliefs already. So if you want to make your own recording, you can take a look and see um, what examples I have. Or you can also um, get the recording, of course. I have put also a binaural beats music over it, which is a wonderful technology that helps you lower your brainwave into an alpha or theta state. So your body can be relaxed, you can be relaxed, and most importantly, your subconscious mind can learn new things. So those are just some examples. There are other energy psychology methods that I want to mention here that have been shown to really work well on changing beliefs. And one is Psych-K. So you could also work with a Psych-K therapist to help you change your beliefs. Lastly, we come to the spiritual layer. The spiritual layer governs all other layers. And this is because your spirit animates your body. So of course, without the spirit, your body cannot live. And the spiritual layer has the highest vibration. When you are in touch with your spirit, then you are happy. You feel connected. You feel like you have a purpose. You're happy. You're generous. You just love your life. So unfortunately, with our hectic lifestyle and um, constantly being on 24 7 and we don't really have so much time or we don't take the time to connect to ourselves and to connect to our spirit, to tune into our spirit, ask it for help or for guidance or just connect to it to feel the love inside of you. And when we're not listening, when we really live more from an egoic state of mind, so the ego, of course, are the thoughts that you think about yourself, the thoughts that you think about the world. When you're totally lost on those thoughts and you cannot feel the connection anymore and you feel disconnected, not just from yourself, but also from others and the world, then illness can also develop on this level because the spirit wants to be nourished. So that's why I'm a huge fan of meditation where you still your mind and connect to your heart, connect to your spirit. And this is very healing. When you're a little bit more experienced doing so, you can also ask for guidance. And then when you do so, it's very important to follow through with the advice that you're getting. For other people, it's not so much meditation that nourishes them or the spirit. It can be also something else. It can be walking in nature, connecting with nature, or helping others. Or sometimes it can be even working with animals. So it's very good to know for yourself what does nourish you, what really makes you happy, where can you be expressed in that sense, in which area. 
So when we talk about root causes now that are found in this spiritual layer, it's often the feeling of disconnection. Depression usually starts then when you feel totally disconnected from yourself, from the world and from others. And also not listening to your inner guidance, feeling like life has no meaning or no purpose. And that's when the spirit starts suffering and then subsequently your all the other layers will, will become weakened and the body will suffer. So that's why it's really important to also consider your spirit when it comes to healing yourself. So this was an overview of the five layers that you have made up and why they are important when it comes to your health and well-being. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends. If you have some questions or comments, let me know and I will gladly get back to you. So thanks again for tuning in and until soon, much love and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Energy Shift Podcast at www.drkaterina.com.